Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. This week's episode we're joined by Michael Gosling, Head of Sheep in Chagas, discuss the new sheep improvement scheme launched by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine. We discuss how to apply for the scheme and options for new entrants. We discuss how the reference numbers calculate for each flock and Michael discusses the tasks involved for both lowland and hill farmers and explains in detail the new genotype ram task and how this will operate. Finally, Michael reminds producers of the application process and how to apply in time before closing. We start off with Michael outlining the time frame for the scheme and the payments available. Sheep Improvement Scheme has been, been launched. The terms and conditions are out there and the portal is open so people can apply for it, uh, Kieran. And uh, it's, it's basically a follow-on from the old Sheep Welfare Scheme. Um, instead of 10 euros a year, it's it's now 12 euros a year. Um, it's a very similar type system. The farmers apply and um, basically then have to carry out two tasks and then get paid 12 euros per, per year, provided they do everything um, correctly. I suppose uh, the, the thing with it a little bit different is that in the previous scheme, I suppose people would have got an application form. And whereas now it's online, so it's it's kind of following on from all the schemes. It's an online application on your ag food account, and uh, people who who don't know how to work that system to talk to their advisor. I suppose in exceptional circumstances, um, if people make contact with the department, I think there there there's probably a way out there. But um, the scheme basically requires people to 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 try to do it online anyway. That is a bit of a change, Michael, from the last time. And just the time frame on applying for, like, it's a five-year scheme. When do you have to have it applied for by? Yeah, so the deadline for application is the 19th of, of December. Um, so if you're if you're not in by that date, then you're, 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 you're out of the scheme. And what's more, you're out of the scheme then. If you're an existing sheep farmer, you're out of the scheme for the five years. So any farmer who is thinking about joining the scheme, you have to join in year one. You have to join this year if you want to be eligible to participate in the five years. You can't say, I, I'm you know, I'm an existing sheep farmer. I have sheep at the moment um, and I, I'm not going to join this year, but I'll think about it next year. That option won't be there for people to join next year if they and don't it, join this year. The, the only people who can join here and throw the, the scheme are new entrants. Okay. I'll just clarify that when you mean it, but it's important just to know this is not just a rollover of the sheep welfare scheme. It's an entirely new scheme you have to apply for. Absolutely. New scheme. There'll be no rollover. There will be no form coming to anyone in the post. Okay. Look, um, you, you touched on new entrants and there might be some existing farmers that weren't involved in that. So it's a question we often get, Michael. Um, what is a new entrant in this case? And what is the story with somebody that maybe wasn't involved in the sheep welfare scheme previously? Yeah. So, okay. For for starters, I suppose people who who weren't in the sheep welfare scheme and have kept sheep, um, you know, they're, they're just seen as as sheep farmers, existing sheep farmers, and they're they're eligible to join the scheme. Uh, I suppose new entrants then are different. I mean, new entrants are are traditionally people that are are new to farming, um, are new to keeping sheep, um, or in the case of of people maybe who have had a herd number for a number of ye- a long number of years, but haven't had sheep um, for a period of time. So they, they could also be, be deemed to be new entrants. Um, so the new entrants category 
it's basically people who are setting up a farm or are holding for the first time. Or and that's anyone who's who's doing that now or has done it in the preceding three years. So they have the opportunity to to join as as new entrants. They have to have um, all new farmers must meet the the educational requirement in terms of uh, a level six or equivalent um, award. And then basically there is the option there, I suppose, for people who have had a flock or herd number for a longer period of time, but haven't had sheep. Um, for the last three years, then they're, they're basically deemed to be new entrants as well. Okay, so we can certainly see some of those. Look, you, you touched on 12-year EO at the beginning as the new payment. Determining that reference number, Michael, how is that going to be arrived at? Yeah, so anyone, with, when you go on to your ag food account, the department will have um, the last six censuses up on the system, and you'll see them. That's the number of breeding EOs that the herd owner will, or the flock owner will have returned each year will be listed so for the last six years. And they, the, they pick the highest three years and average it. So it's an average of the highest number of breeding sheep submitted in the census, in the annual census, in each of the last six years. And they pick the highest three, take the average of it, and that's your, your scheme reference number. And, and that's the maximum number um, that's your scheme payment reference number. So that's the maximum number of sheep that you can be paid on. So for example, sake, if a farmer has a scheme payment reference number of 100 euros, then the most that that farmer can get paid on is 100 euros. Now, there is one exception to that, Kieran, if, if somebody had to increase their stocking rate um, as a result of, of complying with a communist framework plan to do with acres, um, then they would be allowed in that circumstance to increase their scheme payment reference number to meet the requirements of the proper grazing of the commonage area under the commonage framework plan under an acres program. Um, but other than that, for the vast majority of farmers, that is the maximum number of sheep that you can get paid on. Now, you can submit less than that. You don't have to go to that number. So if, if for argument's sake, a farmer had a scheme payment reference number of 100, but only had 85 sheep currently breeding females, breeding ewes, then the farmer can submit those 85 breeding ewes in the census this this December coming, and that will be the scheme um, reference number for that year. So that's what that farmer will be paid on. If the following year then the farmer decides to go back up to 100, the farmer can... Uh, provided the farmer hasn't changed the scheme payment reference number, the farmer can then go back up to the 100 by just simply submitting a census with 100 breeding females, and the payment then will be on the 100 females. Okay, so that that's slightly different than the last time in some ways. I suppose just as a slight aside to that question, Michael, should that farmer dip below that number during the year, which they have to reduce for some reason or other, I assume it's the same as the last time he needs to notify the department during the year, this number so significantly reduced. Yeah. So look at it. It's it, the number that you're applying on in your, the number of sheep that you put in, in your census is the number of sheep that you're applying to be paid on in the scheme, provided obviously that it's, it's within the, the scheme payment reference number that you're not over that level. If you, if you go below that, you need to, and you're not replacing them, the sheep, then you need to immediately notify the Department of Agriculture because your payment will be reduced. Um, you need to maintain that number of breeding yews for the entire year. And 
for farmers that retain their own replacement yaw lambs, um, those yaw lambs will be suitable uh, to replace yaws, leaving the flock provided they, they've reached 12 months of age. So once they become hoggets, like, okay. um, they they can can step in. If, if a farmer is culling a number of yaws in the summertime and has hoggets coming in from last year, um, they they will can take the place of those yaws um, okay. for farmers to breed their own replacements. Okay, so that that's an important aspect of it. Look, in terms of the nuts and bolts of it, the task make it broadly similar to the last one with some of the new additions. Absolutely, yeah. So very, very similar um, tasks there. So again, look at the same as with the sheep welfare scheme. The scheme is, is flocks will be divided into either lowland or hill flocks. So that'll uh, your designation will be based on what you have submitted in the census. So if you've submitted more than 50% of your, your breeding females, your yaws as hill sheep, then you'll be designated a hill flock. Or if more than 50%, 50% or greater of your yaws are designated as a lowland um, lowland breeds, then you'll be designated as a lowland flock. So there, there's basically two actions, two categories of actions that each flock needs to complete each year. So it's a category A action and a category B action. Same as in the sheep welfare scheme. So for the lowland flocks, for example, here in the category A actions are lameness control, mineral supplementation to the yaws post-mating, or a fetal egg count. So for lowland flocks, we need to take two fetal egg counts um, from the lambs in the June to September period. Uh, and then basically that's telling the farmers whether they need to dose or, 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 or not. And, and you know, obviously dose their sheep accordingly. So that they, those are the three category A options, lameness, mineral supplementation to yaws, not to lambs, to yaws, and uh, fecal count of lambs, not of yaws, okay? The category B actions then that the farmers have to, to uh, pick one from is uh, scanning and recording of those results um, and or fly strike control. And in one um of the first three years every farmer has to buy a genotyped ram um and in the lowland situation that's a ram that is is genotyped and star rated um, by sheep ireland so it's either four or five stars on either the terminal or replacement index and is scrapey genotyped type one two or three so every farmer that has less than 150 euros will have to buy one ram in the first three years of the scheme. If a farmer has more than 150 euros, so from 151 euros and upwards, they need to buy two rams um, in the scheme. And in those years, the farmers need to select the years in which they're going to purchase those rams at the outset. And in those years, then they don't have to do the category B action. So the, the ram task becomes your category B action in that year. So maybe to explain that a bit better, Kieran, if, again, we take a flock here, 100 yaws, and I pick the lameness control action as a category A action, and I pick the scanning and recording the results as my category B action. So in the year one, which is 2023, I decide I'm going to do the lameness control and the scanning and the recording of results. And as I'm putting in my application form, I say that in year two of the scheme, so in 2024, I'm going to purchase my genotype RAM that I need to purchase to, to be eligible for inclusion in the scheme. So in year one, lameness control and scanning. 
in year two, I'll be doing lameness control. But instead of scanning, I'll be buying my four or five star terminal replacement RAM that is scrapey genotyped one, two, or three. And that RAM then basically satisfies that category B action. And in year three, then 2025, I go back and I do my lameness control and my scanning and recording of results. Okay. For the hill flocks, Kieran, it's a different uh, suite of actions. Okay, so for the people that have flocks that are designated as hill flocks, the first action there in category A is mineral supplementation of the yews post-mating. So again, that's mineral supplementation of the yews, the same as on the lowland side, after mating. Um, meal feeding of lambs post-weaning. So that's where we feed the lambs for a period of time post-weaning. Or again, a fecal egg count of the lambs. All right. Now, it's only one fecal egg count, and that needs to happen within four weeks of weaning time. They are the category A actions for the hill flocks. The category B actions for the hill flocks are scanning and recording of results or mineral supplementation of the lambs pre-weaning. Now, where a flock is choosing the meal feeding of the lambs post-weaning, they cannot select the mineral supplementation of the lambs pre-weaning. So in, okay. in, in where a hill flock can't pick the two of them options, uh, has to pick one and then another one from, from this category B suite. So again, take an example here. A hill flock with 100 yews picks the mineral supplementation of the yews post-mating as a category A action and picks the mineral supplementation of the lambs pre-weaning as the category B action. Well, in that situation, um, again, the same story with the ram. The hill flock needs to buy a genotyped ram. So if it's a lowland ram they're buying um, to run with their hill yews, the ram needs to be star rated, four star or five star on either terminal or replacement index, and scrapey genotype one, two, or three. If it's a hill ram, so a Scottish blackface or a Cheviot ram, because there isn't a big population of those that are, are performance recording, all that has to be done in that situation is the ram has to be genotyped and his his sire has had to be genotyped. So it's genotyped and sire verified. That is scrapey genotyped one, two, or three. So if I'm buying a hill type ram, so either a Scottish blackface or a Cheviot, then basically all that has to be done in that situation is I need to buy a ram that is genotyped, that is scrapey genotyped one, two, or three, and sire verified. So he's genotyped, and that genotype is matching him back to his, his sire. Okay, so a bit of work actually there for ram breeders as well to get that in place before next year. Very important for the hill uh, ram breeders that are producing hoggets that they have have the rams that they've used, if they have them still left over from last year, the same rams on the farm that they're genotyped because otherwise they won't be able to sire verify them, the hoggets that are going to be coming on the market next year. And definitely this year, um, all hill ram breeders would need to be genotyping the rams that they're using to sire next year's lamb crop to make sure that they can genotype those rams next year or the year after and match them back to the the, the, the father. On the hill side of things, really, what we need to do is we need to have the ram that we're selling genotyped, but also the father of that ram needs stock to ram. be genotyped. Yeah. The stock Good. rams so that we can match them. Yeah. So there there is a bit of thinking there for people. And it's going to catch people out, you know, if they're, if, if, if they're not careful because, you know, sometimes these rams, they might make it up to next year, might be around to genotype them when, when we think it is. So it's very important that people do that uh, as soon as possible.
So, Michael, that's the main change in it, and it will take a little bit of thinking about when you're actually going to buy that ram as well in your own system, and it have, you have to pick the year that that ram is bought in, and again, for larger flocks, over 150 O's, it'll have to be completed twice. Absolutely twice, yeah, and on, in two different years. So, you know, the first ram has to be purchased within the first three years, and then the second ram after that, and a year after that. Okay. And again, look, just maybe finally, Michael, that date is the 19th of December this year. It has to be played for. It has to be online. Yeah. So on your, on your ag food, it's very it's a very simple procedure. You go in, you set up, you open up the, 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 go into sheep and beef schemes, open up the sheep improvement scheme, tick the, uh, accept the, your scheme reference payment number, uh, provided you're happy with it, accept that. And then basically tick your desired choices in terms of what tasks you're going to complete and record in what year you're going to buy the ram. Okay. So that's what farmers need to do. And do that all by the 19th of December. If you have trouble or can't log on, talk to your 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 either your Chagask advisor or your, your private consultant, whoever is doing that type of work for you, and they'll be able to, to assist you. Michael, good having you on. Thanks for that update. Okay, thanks, Kier. Okay, we're going to leave it there for this week. Michael's gone through the scheme in a lot of detail. I have included a link in the description to the Department of Agriculture's dedicated webpage for the Sheep Improvement Scheme. We can find out a bit more detail about it, the terms and conditions, and how to go about applying for it. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates from our sheep wrong, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tune in to future episodes.